Happy birthday, motherfucker! Hey! Thank you, thank you. I really much appreciate that. Ah, you fucking <laughs> much appreciate, motherfucker. I appreciate because it, it took me 20 years to get to your motherfucking ass. And you know the great thing about doing this podcast with you tonight? Yes. It's so, your birthday. It is, it is. And on top of it being your birthday, it is the last episode of Pose. Okay, yes, yes. And it's yeah. grrr, it's it's lit. It's lit. It's you, very lit. You, you know, you know, you know, you are a special one of my main special people that I wanted to interview. First of all, you know you a fucking house father, right? <laughs> <laughs> you a house father, right? Why am I a house father? Well, you a house father because you had them two two niggas up in this house, Ooh. and you okay. was you was uh, clean up the house. Okay. What are you doing? Why is these bitches in here? You was a house father, so fuck. Pose is the last season, but if they had a house mother, you are a house father. You was uh, like, and you know, you know, I am a house uncle because I sit around so I said, you know, he walking up down these streets. Is that him with these white pants? <laughs> I am a house uncle. <laughs> well, you know, you know, um, I was babysitting. For you was that, for that little short time, and it was quite interesting. It sure I will was. never the fuck do it again. But <laughs> <laughs> does this make you want kids? Um. It does make me want kids, but you know what I think about it is, this is like, you can't give them back, so that's the only thing. You just gotta get it right. But when they're my kids, I know I can beat the shit out of them. Okay. And get them in line, and my kids won't be running around here acting like that. You just gotta get the right dick. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. wait a second. <laughs> you do, you do, friend. You gotta get the right dick. You don't know, you don't know. Okay. Cause let me tell you something. Mental health is for real. Like you gotta really interview niggas nowadays. They. They, they be having mental health. You gotta make sure. You gotta make sure motherfuckers ain't crazy. Absolutely. And they ain't a hot ass mess. Absolutely. You know? So I don't. What, what, who says absolutely? I'll uh, say it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, our thing is situation. Because oh, you are Mr. Situation. Oh, I have a lot of situations. You have a oh, lot of You have sex situation. You have Ooh. man situation. <laughs> you have industry situation. Because you are a paid industry friend. Yes. So you is, you is, you is, you know, you, your, your name is Mr. Situation. I Usually my guests tell me what their name is. I gave you your name. Oh, okay. It's called Situation. That's what your I name is, Mr. Situation. I definitely do have a lot of situations going on. You know, we live here in New York. And yes. There's a lot going on between here in New York and L.A., Chicago. You know, it's a you lot of a, things. You, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, we... Oh, shit. I have, I have a feeling this podcast is going to be... Listen, it's only three minutes and we already in shit. So, first off, you did the house father. You... you Probably want kids now or no? Um, yeah, I definitely do want kids. Like, okay. for real. Yeah, I do want kids. Adopt or, or no, put it in I, some I, pussy? I, I want to put it in some pussy or, okay. you know, pay for in vitro. Okay. Whatever it is, I just want something coming out looking like me. Oh, oh. Ain't no. that Something coming out looking like you isn't bad at all. Okay. Like, okay. you know, they're going to be a nice little thing, you know, and they're going to be like, hey, running around here. <laughs> do you want the black pussy, the Latin pussy, white pussy? I mean, I definitely do want a biracial baby. I don't think, you know, I'm half black, half Puerto Rican, half Colombian. Okay. Um, so, Get I'm okay. mixed. I, you know, I wouldn't even mind... A black and Filipino chick, like that would probably be Ooh. dope, you know. Just oh, so you mean April? All, fuck, have it you all. You want you want April from um Love and Hip Hop? Yeah, she's a bad bitch. 
she is. She said she opened her ghetto ass mouth, and you'd be like, yeah. girl. She from Chicago, though. She from the shy, so you definitely know that she comes with the shit. She needs know? to be shy. That's what she Ooh, needs to be. You want her I'm Shady. I'm here, Shady. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, I'm said, a, okay, don't I'm talk. Shy. Don't talk. No, don't talk. Don't talk. Don't talk. Okay. Don't talk, because she, you know, sometimes she'd be like, girl, shut up. Five seconds. <laughs> you know, she ain't shut them legs up when she met. You know what? Let me. Like, Ooh, wait, uh, we're not talking about I, April. I, we ain't going to talk about April. April. That's, that, that's I your like girl. Her. You cool. You, you go, I, I like her. I didn't say she. I ain't saying it. I didn't say I didn't like her. Okay. I was just like, you know, the scan, uh, the situation. The situation. Shins, yeah, the situation. Shins yeah. that happened. So, you know. but I do, I do like April. I do like Moniz. I do like that whole thing, and I do love Jay and Jason because that nigga. Oh, Jason Lee, yes, he's he a is homie. Funny, he is funny as fuck. He just gives it to you raw. He gives it to you raw. He gives it to you right. And you know he don't. As long as he gives it, as long as he gives it to, because I heard he's top. As he gives it to people raw and right with no uh, STDs. Yeah, you know, that's no, no, that's no, the, I, don't, I don't think he's doing that. No, I'm joking. I think he's he's good in these streets. No, 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 I'm joking. <laughs> I'm done. I'm joking. I'm joking. You know I like to joke around, around a lot, but I will say he is one of my inspirations of starting this pod on podcast because of his realness and his his struggle of doing what he needs to do. Now. Now fuck Jason. Let's not even talk about Jason right now. Let's talk about you because this is what this fucking podcast is really talking about. So, speaking of, I don't know. Do you want me to like hit right for the gutter or do I you? I mean, want me- just hit for it. Um, you know, I can. You I know, <laughs> when we met, we met. You know, on the infamous. Yes. Yes. We met. If y'all don't know what the infamous yes is, then all you gay girls have to figure it out. And we became cool from. The the job, yes, yeah. from the door, like our inspirations and aspirations and what we wanted to do and stuff like that. And the cool thing thing about you is you like motherfucker. This is what it is, um, because this is your special day. I want to come out and really jump from the gate and talk about like how did you just get into the field? Because there's a lot of people out there who are New Yorkers on the East Coast and wouldn't go to the West Coast and wouldn't know how to get into this industry like you did. Okay. Um, well, you know, I will say, just like I met you, mm-hmm. you know, off the rip and meeting people, it's all about people you know. And, you know, I definitely didn't see... I saw myself being in the industry. I didn't see where I would land. Mm-hmm. However, you know, I landed a job doing makeup. I started as a makeup artist and knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I met people, they liked me and they taught me the way. I was 18 at the time and in college. And, you know, from there I grew and then I became, you know, really like popular in my field as a makeup artist and working on movie sets and doing that. and. It definitely transitioned me, just my personality. I met directors, producers that fucked with me. And it was just about being cool. They was just like, you know, go in front of the camera. I met people that just saw that they saw something in me. Mm. And they actually pushed me to do it. So I will say it was really just about meeting people. Like I met people that were cool. I was myself, I was authentic. And Mm. I was about my money. I was from New York. You know, I got up, I moved to LA, I had $500 in my pocket, Ooh. and, you know, I went out there, and, you know, everything wasn't all glitz and glam. You definitely have to go through the struggle. I went through the struggle. 
at first and then of course again you meet people there and I met people there that fucked with me doing makeup and then from there you know producers started saying you know get your chance get in front of the camera we need you for this scene we want you to play this or an actor called out can you read these four lines and that happened for me and you know I didn't really care about celebrities and all of that like I treated everybody normal like everybody is just people I wasn't starstruck and I wasn't like oh my god like of course inside like yes when you meet a fine ass nigga you're like damn this nigga fine <laughs> but I don't it like was, me. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, you know. Um, but I kept it real chilled and it made people fuck with me because, you know, and I was different. I wasn't, you know, at the time when I was coming up in the industry, it was more of the Atlanta Housewives. Okay. That, you know, you were seeing the gays that were in heels and mm. with wigs on and makeup and all of this and... You know, I wasn't like that. I was a dude, and you know, I'm a pretty dude, you know, and so, but I still know how to be a dude, mm -hmm. and it made people be comfortable around me. So, that has definitely helped me push my way through the door. So, can you explain that? Like, you know, because a lot of people will come out and say, well, what do you mean being at Zoom? Like, I'm gonna be me, and I'm gonna be me as someone who's gay. Like, do, do you feel that you? hit anything or do you just like I was me but it was just like like explain that or do, do you feel masculinity and femininity really plays a part in the industry I mean you know I can't speak for the other people I could speak for myself because I know for myself I'm more attracted to more masculine guys mm -hmm. I'm not attracted to feminine guys I think they're beautiful I think they're gorgeous however that's just not what I see myself rolling around in the bed with. Yeah. But I felt like with, you know, being in the industry and building relationships, you have to really be what you're trying to attract. Mm. That's, I'm speaking for me because I also know transgenders that are beautiful mm. and will pull the finest nigga in the room that you've been looking at. Mm. So, and I don't get it, but you know, there are guys that love that and there mm. are guys that love me. Mm. Is But I never felt like I was hiding anything. I just felt like I was myself. You know what okay. I mean? That's, that, that's like really interesting and I'm happy that you said that because you know, some people out there will be like, well, should I, should I act like this? Should I act like that? in order to get into this industry or whatever but basically it's just like be who you are and something will come am i correct or? yeah be who you are and especially mm. now in an in industry where you know people are a lot more accepting of the gay community you know and transparent and, maybe and yeah and it, it, i feel like everyone is sexually fluid right now everyone is just really but friend, I'm gonna be very honest with you. In the industry, everybody's sexually fluid. Yeah, it just I agree. it was just more undercover and quiet. It was more yes, yes, yes. But I feel like also too, you know, now with social media, mm. blogs, and podcasts, and people outing people, mm. and everyone has all these platforms to expose certain type of celebrities. 
people have to be a lot more cautious. So mm -hmm. how you package yourself, how you represent yourself is definitely a key because if you're messy as fuck, mm -hmm. no one is going to want to fuck with you. you. Mm -hmm. They're not because they're going to be scared to hire you to do their makeup or anything because everyone wants privacy. And right now we're in a time where we don't have privacy. Mm -hmm. Every Everything is exposed. If you go to the bathroom, take a shit, it's exposed. Mm -hmm. Like you need to have a team or a solid group around you that is you know you can fuck with mm -hmm. and that for me is what's been important and that's what for me has been successful it's just me being myself you see how we met yeah, yeah. oh dude and you see how me and him now we hella cool yeah we fuck with each other oh is cool as fuck yes he's so let's just um people we know old dude we're gonna use old dude so old dude we were all we all literally just met at the same time really yeah and we was drinking and talking and you know my mouth you know yes i just yes. start talking to people and you know you were cool he was cool we all met up we just said let's be friends we became friends and he's straight and he's very accepting of people he doesn't give a fuck and he's doing his thing in these streets and he is a really good business per person. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And he doesn't treat anybody different. When we go out, we go out, we have a good time because nobody's sitting here doing anything extra. He get his pussy and like, hey, go get the pussy. And when we go and get off- set it up too. Yeah, shit. <laughs> and we'll, yeah, and then we, we go going and we be getting our ass and dicks. We be like, all right, bye friend. We don't Gotta go. Shit. And you know, he don't be on no crazy shit. So, you know, that that's another thing. You know, I, if I ever could get a chance to sit down and interview him about what's it like being a straight male and being around gay people and what made Got him to that point. I would oh, love to oh, interview comfort, him for yeah. that. No, yeah, yeah, but it's comfort, yeah. you know. So, um, that, but, but you know, but I can't talk without him here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I can't yeah. talk without him. But I will, I will turn around and say the goodness about about him, and it it, it brings a lot of hope. Uh, you know. Yeah, definitely. It brings. It, it definitely shows that, you know, we all can be who we are and mix in different mm. atmospheres no matter what your preference is, no matter what your gender is, no matter any of that. And that's really important. And that for me has always been important, you know, because I'm, you know, I am not the person that like, I, I don't discriminate against my own community because I am my community. Mm -hmm. But you know, sometimes our community, when I say our community, I say the gay community can be very, you know, judgmental, Mental. harsh, mm -hmm. and you know, it can be, a tough community to come into, mm -hmm. especially if you're not a person that is into the ballroom scene, like pose and things like that. And you're, you know, you're more on the outer end. It's more hard to adapt to those type of atmospheres. So for me, I I have friends that are actually on pose. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then I have friends that are straight. I have friends that don't go to gay clubs. It's all about being able to mix and be able to converse with all your demographics. So the funny thing about, about you saying that, I can understand that because me, as much as I'm loud and wild, as mm -hmm. far as my platform for, for this show mm -hmm. and for this podcast, um, I am actually, as you met me on my chill, on chill like 
I am very chill. Like I, I've always been the one that I. It's it was hard for me to find people to relate to because I do not like a lot of attention. That's one. Two ballroom scenes was not my thing. Three, if you ask me something about drag race, I wouldn't have known at one point. Um, now in my later years, you know, I know about main people, which is Bianca Del Rio, um, Bob the Drag Queen, um, what's her name? Uh, Monet Exchange, because like she's like awesome. Mm-hmm. And these are business minded people on top of that. I, I need to. Google these people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like, know who they are. I know them I, before I, they came out. Okay. And so. they was like when I went to a brunch and stuff okay, like that. So yeah. Yeah. And um like I know like the Michelle's mm-hmm. who's Beyonce's impersonator. She's actually the first transgender woman who actually you know, I grew up in a neighborhood where transgenders at the time Mm. you know they were very I would say they were bullied and picked on and you know they they just you know they had to be defensive because they had to protect themselves and you know they they didn't take no shit so you know it was hard to converse with them because you know they were always on edge mm. so I understood that at that time because you know they're living their, their true life and being who they are especially in a time where you know that wasn't accepted however Miss Chalet was my first transgender woman that you know she showed me what how it is transgenders are and all of that and they're awesome you know what I mean and you know, they, they are, I would call them the situations because they have men from all walks of life and mm-hmm. you would be surprised. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they really with the shits and I have the utmost respect for them because they really out here doing their thing. I have to say, it's like I was very ignorant. So I didn't know a lot of things the from drags and transgenders. Yeah. Or oh, I just, everybody was dragged to me. I, I didn't fuck it up. Like I was, like, everybody <laughs> was drag. Dead. I had no clue. Um, those some good titties. Uh, I don't know, and it was just me being very like, uh, you know, I don't fuck with that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, let me just keep well, some myself. That's just because probably upbringings and all of course, that. I get of course, of course. But it, it was it wasn't only upbringings because I also learned from someone who was gay, and they was like, listen, you don't put all your business out there. You sit down there, you keep to yourself because not everybody's for you. you Absolutely. Absolutely. So I just sat down there and made sure that I wasn't doing the most, but I knew what was going on at least enough. Um, Have you ever had a gay father or a gay mother? No. Okay. No. I never had. I see all those things like people tell me gay fathers and gay mothers and shit. Listen, I don't got time for all that. All I know is my aunt and my uncle and my mother and my father, and that's it. I got time for for all this stuff because what I saw by watch I learned from experience. I learned mm-hmm. from watching other people. So when I seen people with gay fathers and gay mothers, I better go with your gay father. Mother looks raggedy ass father. <laughs> I'm done. I like no dead serious. Like they look raggedy, and you look raggedy, and uh, and I look on point, and you don't. I get it, I get it. And I didn't understand that, so for me, for me to see that perception, I was like, fuck that, like, and didn't you tell me you still ain't on top of that? No! 
you know that that's a big thing in our community. Yeah, and and I for survival, especially for transgenders. You know, at the time people were hiring them, so they were into the shits. And then, like I turn around and say, and that was my ignorance. And now, of course, I've learned from that. Okay. And of course, this show Pose has really. Not it, I just opened my eyes before it. I was open before a little years before, but now it's like superly, like oh shit, like mm-hmm. motherfucker. I cried on Candy died. I was like, oh, this is so, oh lord, she. That's How my did cousin. Candy died. I didn't even watch that. I didn't watch that. Yeah. So so basically, <laughs> it goes back to um, Paris Burning when uh, the 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 other transgender. I forgot her name. Please, I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. but she ain't, it was an angel. I, anyway, angel is a beautiful one. Tra- no, but this is transgender on Paris is burning. Oh, okay. From um, extravaganza, the girl died. They yeah. killed her in a hotel. Oh shit! That's how they killed Candy. That's how they killed Candy. Oh shit! And I was like, oh fuck. And then the crazy thing in in this specific um scene when she's being buried is. And I keep going back to it. She comes back as far as talking to people yeah. during her death when they're praying for her or whatever. And she talks to Prince Hal. She says to Prince Hal, you know, she has a moment with him and she says, you know, you never seen me. You you always gave me shit. And he says to her, you know, you are someone that I was somewhat jealous of because you was always loud and just didn't give a fuck and that's something that I couldn't do mm-hmm. and I think that hit me home especially with you and me mm-hmm. and people that I know because we are people who we keep to ourselves a, 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 a moment yeah. but sometimes we want to be loud and uh, but then yeah. we're like no I have to keep on a certain realm because I don't know who's around wow, me and yes. our business and stuff like that Absolutely. so I really think that hit home for a lot of masculine supposedly masculine males or people who are living the so-called straight life. You understand what I'm saying? And I think it was a really important moment. That is important. Yeah, it was a really important moment. My friend told me today, she says, you are the gay guy that I know that is not gay. Mm. She goes, you don't live a gay life. And I'm like, I don't know know how to take that. I said, I'm very accepting of the gay life and all that. I just don't live a gay lifestyle. I, don't, I guess it's because I'm from New York, you know what I mean? Mm. I've always been who I am and it is what it is. I mm. felt like I didn't need acceptance from people. I didn't need to join a mm. house. I didn't need validation. Mm-hmm. I didn't need all of that. And that's how I felt, yeah. I feel like if I'm going to have validation, let it be the check. Let it be... With my money. My credits. Let it be... Here goes. I'm in the union. Let it be Same shit thing. like that. Like Let it be my 457... And my 401k, and yeah, and, and all of that, my like pension. that, because I, I, I <laughs> facts, because I saw, you know, beautiful people that chased this fantasy life, and I've had very great friends who I'm still friends with to this day that they're considered legendary in the ballroom scene. That they saw me come out, and they, and I want, I want it. I was like, oh, I want to join a house. It was like, how the fuck you're not going to join a house? You're smart. You got your shit together. Yeah. We're not going to let you go down that route. Mm-hmm. Because at that time, it was a lot of drugs involved, mm-hmm. a lot of shit going on. 
and you go to these balls and shit would happen. Like I remember I went to two balls in my life. The second ball I went to, I was sitting front row with the group of people I was with and this boy was walking out, fucking it up and some dude just came out the crowd and just cut his face right open. Are you serious? I'm serious. And I just remember, I was literally like, what the fuck? He literally just got cut walking down the runway. And this is supposed to be... Um, no, they were from Brooklyn. Oh, they was my people. <laughs> they were. Ow. They were from Brooklyn. Oh, okay. And it was. It was definitely <laughs> something like. But I wanted to experience it. Okay. I wanted to see it. Were they Spanish? Um, one was Spanish, one was black, and I wanted to see it. And after that, and I remember going to that ball, and I remember all these house fathers, all of that. They were like, "Oh my God, when you get your braces up, we want you to walk face. We want you to walk body." And I was just like. What? But it felt great because it was just like, oh, okay, they see something in me. Mm-hmm. But then when I saw that, mm-hmm. I was just like, I can't. I'm already living my life in the regular day to day that I got to watch my back. I couldn't imagine being hyped and excited to go do something and then have to worry walking down the runway mm-hmm. that someone's going to attack me. That just what that didn't fit for me. Or somebody sitting on the judges panel that wasn't to my qualifications and wasn't to my standards and wasn't where I was at in life to tell me whether they saw it or they didn't. Yeah. I couldn't I would take off my shoe and throw it at them because if I knew that they were trash and but you're sitting on a fucking panel and you're telling me that I ain't got it, I would lose my shit. And so like you know, I think that's the thing with with, with gay world and I think that's what people need to, to learn not people but children and even fucking some older motherfucker that's older than us need to learn if you don't validate yourself and like RuPaul says if you don't love yourself nobody else is gonna love you and you have Absolutely. that and you have that big sign love right in front of us while we're doing this shit right yes, now yes we do so, we're sitting in the studio yeah we're sitting in the we're studio that's love but, okay, so goodbye. Give it to me. What's your yeah, next question? Yeah, no, it's not next question, but it's, it's just, you know, we, we're going on on statements right now. Fuck questions. Okay. But the crazy thing is, what I will come out and say is, I think for all the younger people that's coming up, and, you know, I think that's what happened with me, was get on your business. Fuck what nobody say. If you're on your business and on your grind, when you hit that 30 mark, you can go if you need to borrow a loan to buy something. You can set, turn around and say you did it, and A, B, and C. I don't think people think ahead of the game like that, and they need to start to. Yeah, they need to start I will to say I, you know, I agree with you in that to mm-hmm. some extent, but I will say with the power of social media now and all these influencers and everyone starting from nothing, I feel like now is a time where this younger generation they have everything they have the blueprint already the blueprint yes. has been set out for them where for us we didn't know we made that a blueprint. Didn't, yeah we didn't know that instagram was coming we didn't know facebook was coming we didn't know all the shit was coming so these kids they have the layout everything is already out for them if they want to learn something they need to look on youtube they will learn it mm-hmm. you know what i mean if anything that they want to do they can do this is definitely the time where if you want to be something, nothing should be holding you back. Mm-hmm. Whether you're gay, straight, fucking, 
whatever. Mm. You can do it now because everything LGBTIOQ. Because I can't do any more alphabet letters, girl. If they add another letter on an LGBT, whatever, I'm going to be like, I forgot. I didn't see any. Huh? I didn't see any girls in this room. I don't know how many fucking letters is in the house. how many girls are in the Shut show. the fuck up. I didn't see no girls in here. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm just talking about the Shady bitch. No. <laughs> no, I got my shades on. You know what? Let me check my shades. Did I bring my shades with me? Because, you know, uh, if I left oh, these on for. Oh. You left them drunk at the bar. Okay, let's put my shades on right now. I'll put I'll put my Tom Ford's on because okay. he's giving me shade and I have to turn around and have to arch from him right now. Okay. You just put okay. shady boots, shade for the classless. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you know what? It's so it, I I find it so interesting. Everything that we're talking about, it's just so fun fun. Um but you're a handsome, beautiful person Thank inside you. and out. Thank you. And why the fuck you single? Why am I single? I mean, now, is it is dick hard? These times like it's, is it hard to get some dick and ass? What is I mean, just like these you know, crazy? I'm flippy floppy. What's flippy floppy? Give me flippy floppy. Flippy floppy is you know I like dick and I like ass, so it can, it, it it can go either way. It depends. You know what I mean? If I'm okay. in a relationship. I definitely would want to eat your ass, fuck you down, and I yeah, want to get fucked yeah, down and get my ass ate, dick suck, all of that. Okay. You know, like I'm, I'm with all the shits. You give good, you get big penis. Uh, I, yeah, all of it. So. Okay. You eat you, good ass. Yeah. This is for the viewers because they, what you know, you know, the, the children want to know. They want to know if he, yeah. he gets good penis and he does have a fat ass uh, yeah, and, a, and a big penis. I, I seen it because he's wearing these sweats, so yeah. Ooh, so you I'm, know promoting, what? I'm promoting him right now, <laughs> and done. he gets muscle and shit. Yeah. So yeah. Let me give you my Instagram, guys. Uh, no, don't, no, don't, don't you say. We want to keep this. This is why this is anonymous. We want, we want to keep the girls coming. Like we don't, we don't, Yeah, what? <laughs> so yeah, I'm single honestly because I think a lot of these motherfuckers are crazy. Um, and like Jason Lee said not too long on Hollywood Unlocked, mm-hmm. he said, you know, you got a different type of gays these days. And Oops. you got you got the gays that they're gay when they're homeless. <laughs> <laughs> and let me let me emphasize on that. So let me tell you, I was ears dropping one day and I heard you know, just and then please, and then we go to the next gay. Yeah. So the gays that were homeless they turn around, and these are my my my, my um transgenders, you know, all yeah. that gay. So I turned around and I was listening, like, girl, we gonna go to the clubs tonight. He's like, yeah, girl, who you gonna catch tonight? He was like, girl, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a nice fine motherfucker. We gonna get drunk, and after we get drunk, I'm gonna go to his house. I'm gonna have a nice a, a place to stay. And I'm gonna get shower and everything. I'm gonna sleep in their house, and then I'm gonna get up in the morning, take some of their shit, and then leave. And I said, Oh, oh, oh but that's how it goes. Oh, that's how and it goes. then I that made me, you know, after I heard that shit, yo, let me go over to you. But no, motherfucker, I'm going home. You go home, and then maybe we'll that do a will, date some other time. That Bye. Will do it. Wow. So that that's that, that's one type yeah, of gay. So you got the, the homeless gay, you got the undercover gays. Wait, give me undercover gay. The undercover gay is just like they in, in love with you. 
Yeah, I would say like industry. They in love with you, but they don't want people to know. But they going crazy for you, or they got the baby moms at home, and they got their kids That's and shit. all that situation. See, I fall into a lot of that now. And when I say that, I mean I attract a lot of that. Mm. I don't really attract gay men, and I don't know what that is. Like even when I was out with old boy, he says, "You're right. You don't attract gay men. You all you do is attract straight dudes." Mm. And I, you know, a lot of their straight friends already have been trying to holler, so mm. they know what it is too, and they've Cause seen it. Cause oh boy, oh boy, peeps game. Oh, he peeps game. He with the shits. Wait, wait a minute. Do I need to attract somebody? Is this here doing too much? You think no, I attract? I like this. Yeah, I like this. What the fuck? I need to attract. Anyway, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. You know, and you just got these fucking... You got the fucking Tina, Tina gays. Everybody's oh, fucking short on Tina. What? Circuit, I mean, Circuit Central. I went to, what was it? Berlin, Paris, all them other countries I didn't been to. And Everybody they us in every night and smoked and them eyes are wide. They're like... Yes. Yeah, so... And you be fucking them. Let me tell you something. Although you be fucking them and they be like, pound me hard up like, bitch, how... Like, I have a a, 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 a nice package. Yeah. So if they I pound you out... I'll be like, if I pound you any harder, your insides is going to fall out your ass. Like, yeah. I don't know what fuck's wrong they with you. They want to go through the wall. So, you know, it's just... I just... I don't know. And, you know, I've, I've had... You know, I've had some fucked up situations in the past that I've been through. And, you know, I'm... I'm just like, you know, I just really haven't met the right person, honestly. Just, and you're on this grown shit now. You're on, on your birthday grown shit. I'm on my birthday grown so, shit, so, yeah. So, so, so is it like I'm settling down grown shit now? Like, you know, eventually that, that yeah, I definitely want to stop. I want it to be stop the hot boy summer. You know, I'm definitely getting my best life, but... You know, that means he's eating ass and fucking ass, and you know, maybe listen, getting pounds listen, out sometimes. Listen, I, 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 it, it ain't it ain't dry over here. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's <laughs> this right. This phone ain't dry. Cry me a so, river. <laughs> so it's you know, but yeah, you know, of course, I definitely want to set, settle down and you know have all of that and you know have that whole strong relationship and you know, you know, relationship goals and all of that. But you know, I've been there. I've done that too. You know, I've had that in the past. I've been engaged before, so oh. you know. I have, so, you know, it, it, it has to... Wait a minute, Mr. Situation, shut the fuck up. Let's go back to this. Now, let's talk about some situations. That, that situation I didn't know about. Oh, yeah. And we've been good. friends for a short amount of time, but yeah. still a good amount of time. Um, yeah, tell me about the engagement. What was that like? Um, like, you know. what was it like? Like, give it, give it... Because, you know, people think gays can't get engaged. But tell tell me what well, it was like getting engaged in the ending. It was it was beautiful when it started. Of course, everything was great. You know, we were this extreme power couple. Everything was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were can I ready. ask what they did? Yeah, they are a producer. Oh, so you know, they're a producer, and you know, they work in the industry as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, we were a team. We were working together, and everything was amazing. Um, in the beginning, and then you know things got a little crazy. I can Tina. It got very I can Tina. You know, with gay men. You know, when you're dealing with two masculine men and two men with temper, because I'm a person, I have a temper. I don't hold back. I don't. You're a Leo. You girl. know, I'm a Leo, so <laughs> I, I say what the fuck I feel. And you know, it, it de- we definitely bumped a lot of heads, and things got a little physical, and you know, I. 
decided like, okay, this wasn't for me. Okay. And you know, as we're talking about this, Chris Brown pops up. Oh, <laughs> I love him. No, I love him. I love him. I love him. But it's just ironic that this came up. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I ain't fucking with Chris Brown because Chris Brown will probably sucker punch me and I'll be like, oh, fuck. No, Chris Brown's fine. Yeah, but he's cool as fuck. fuck. So you went through a domestic situation, you're saying? I did, yes, I did. What? What is that like as someone who is gay in a gay domestic situation because I think a lot of people deal in domestic situations in, in, in verbal, physical and you know those situations and they don't know how to deal with that well and I honestly I will say this being in a domestic violence situation like I wasn't the aggressor okay so I would I definitely would say I was a victim of it um you know I feel like the police system is hasn't sped up with the time of gays. They don't treat domestic violence for gay men the same way that they would treat domestic violence for women. Okay. You know, if you're getting fucked up by your dude and you're a female and a female calls the cops, that dude is getting locked. Mm-hmm. If you're a gay man and you're getting fucked up by your dude and he's mm-hmm. beating on you or whatever you call the cops they're arresting you both I was arrested you know I was in a situation you know I was the person like you know I could have beat the shit out of him and eventually I winded up did I did of course I at one point I snapped and I got him back when I realized I couldn't I'm not gonna stay hit cause I'm not no punk but when you love somebody, you don't want to be hitting on someone you love. Mm. And, you know, I caught myself in a situation where, you know, I realized, okay, if I don't call the cops, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. Mm. So I called the cops and I winded up getting arrested with him. And even though I was the one that called the cops on him and told the cops, you know, he attacked me and, you know, I had to defend myself, but he wouldn't stop. I called so you can get him out of my house. Mm. I still was the person that got arrested. So, you know, I'm I'm very salty with the police department about mm-hmm. that because I just feel like, you know, I went through a lot and it was just one of those things where it's just like, you know, if I went through this and I'm calling, if a female was calling, you would handle him. But if a gay man is calling and you don't respect it because you guys are already looking at us you're looking at us down because we're gay men mm-hmm. and we're in a, in a in a relationship so yeah. it's one of those things that I, I don't think that the police department has got hip to that these things can happen in gay relationships mm-hmm. just like I think with transgenders how all these transgenders are getting killed or they get uh, yeah. beat up yeah. you know they don't take these things as serious it's not especially on, transgender of color yes and you know it's just not it, I feel like it, it you know we have the whole Black Lives Matters we have all of that and we are dealing with all this police brutality mm-hmm. but I feel like as gay men of color mm-hmm. especially if you're in those situations I feel like it's not always in your favor. You know what I mean? And maybe if and maybe if you're a biracial couple and you're a white dude and your man's black or Spanish, maybe it might be different. But I can't answer that because I'm not white. You know what I mean? So, but I feel like I have 
I so being not to cut you yeah. off, just two things I want to say. The first thing thing is everybody, I really need you to go on Netflix and watch Marsha P. Johnson. It was a really good um documentary of uh transsexual and also talks about transgender, um, being killed and doing a research and how people didn't want to sit down there and look at the situation that was ha- situations that was happening and um it's a really good thing, thing on Netflix to sit down there and watch. I watch it over and over again. Um, the second thing, thing that I wanted to come out and say was, oh, I lost the train of thought. I hate when I lose train of thought, thought. But watch that. You said something that clicked not too long ago, but I think too fast. What were you saying before it might click back in my head? How police don't take uh, gay men of color domestic violence situations I don't feel like they take them serious mm-hmm. and I, I don't maybe if it was a white person it'd be different there we go white person is different so for instance um, it was so funny because I had spoke to someone um, literally on Monday really and the day before that Sunday that's how many times I'm in the bar <laughs> so um, it's so crazy that you say that because they said they called the police. The white person called the police, and it was automatically ready to jump on a black guy. Of course, automatically going to jump on a black guy because they felt that he was the aggressor compared yeah. to the white person who was the aggressor. And and that's not the only time that I've heard of that. I've heard my other friend who date, dated a white guy at, at that time, and he's only attracted to white men. And again, nothing's wrong with that at nothing all. Nothing is wrong with you, that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So he dated a white guy. This is another friend of mine who dated a white guy, and the white guy was bonkers. He was like, I'm fucking shit up. And they, the white guy was hitting him, and the black I was like I know I'm stronger than you and I'm trying not to fuck you up but then once the white guy called the police the police automatically went to the black guy it was like oh motherfucker so I think what we need to learn is how to decipher the situations and Absolutely. speak and see what's going on you know what I mean yeah, but I feel like that's something more in the police culture their whole thing they need to know and really understand. I feel like, just like, I don't know if you saw the interview with Cardi B and Bernie Sanders? No, I didn't. What happened? Um, then it's, he's going for president, right? Bernie Sanders? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's saying about changing the police pre the precincts to the demo, changing what cops look like in different demographics so that way you can get cops that know the area, know the demographic of people, and that way they don't just have a judgmental view. And if, just basically don't put a bunch of fucking white cops in a neighborhood of black and Spanish people because they're going to be biased. They're going to fucking have an opinion before they even come in. You know, you got to have people that, you know, that look like you and that they can reflect and they could uh, they could understand your situation. I feel like that's definitely something that needs to happen. I think I agree to disagree and the reason why I agree to disagree I think that if you're gonna put white cops in 
a black area. It is one needed because you need to turn around and know how to talk to that outside world. But if you're going to do it, you need to sit down there and you need to do it with other black cop and cops. You understand what I'm I saying? So we could, yo, bro, like you getting ready to grab it, bro. Yeah. They're only firecrackers. Relax. It's not that yeah. serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you need, as I do these podcasts and as I talk to different people and different demographics, I don't just talk to one race, I talk to all races. Excuse me, I hate saying races. I don't talk to just one culture, I talk to all cultures. Mm-hmm. So what, the main thing that I've been watching and, and realizing is that we we all have the same thing. We all have the same mentality, but we have our cultural difference, and we need to learn from each other to make yeah. each other better. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely, especially in New York. You know, we're mm-hmm. a melting pot. You know? Of course. People are from all different walks of life. You know, shit. That's something that the police department definitely needs to get together. So, you know, that's my views on that. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, well, can I ask how did after the situation with your domestic your domestic situation, how did you get out of that? And when you got out of it, how did you did you go through trauma? Because some Absolutely. people go through trauma. Absolutely, yeah. I've so let's been... let's go back. Let's go back. Let's first go mm-hmm. on. How did you get out of the situation? Out of the situation, well, I wound up with 16 stitches in my face. Wow. Before a big photo shoot. So that was something like, okay, I have someone that's trying to ruin me physically and also ruin me all around my life, my career, everything. And um, can, you, can you paint that for me? I'm sorry to cut yeah. you off. Can you paint that day for me? Like, you got this, y'all got into a fight and then stitches and then going to your photo shoot. Well, I didn't go to my photo shoot. I okay. couldn't go to my photo shoot. <laughs> I was fucked up. Um, I was really fucked up. I had a black eye. I had fractures in my face and my forehead, my mm. cheekbones. Um, and it was really bad. And I just remember my best friend coming to my apartment. And she was the one who saved me because I was going to kill him. Like, at this point, I'm looking at my face and I'm bleeding to death. And I didn't realize how bad it was, and but I knew it was bad. And you know, I thought, okay, this, he just hurt me again. But my best friend came to the door, and she was she told him he needed to get the fuck out, or while she was calling the police. And I already had a order of protection on him, so I made the mistake of being dumb and allowing him to come around me after I already filed a restraining order against him. And I thought that we could make it work, but a dog doesn't change, you know? Once somebody's violent and they're out to hurt you, they're gonna hurt you. So if it, once it gets bad, you need to run. That's mm-hmm. it, that's always my motto. Like, now if I see some shit like that, I'm out. But how I got out of it is, you know, I didn't press charges again, but I had to deal with having 16 stitches in my face, now having a scar, but I had the most amazing plastic surgeon, thank God. I had to heal, I had to be out of work for a month, and that really put me down where I had to really think about this, like, is this man worth it? And he wasn't, nothing added up, and nothing, he just wasn't worth it, you know? He wasn't worth my face, he wasn't worth my career, he wasn't worth anything, and I, at that point, I changed my cell phone number. I changed my email. He was blocked on everything. 
um, I was still going to court for our first case and he never showed up to trial so because I had everything so I was gonna bury him at that point you know with the law but he didn't so he it was easier for me to walk away I just knew that I just couldn't go back mm. I got myself in um, therapy I went to therapy for about four months mm -hmm. I went once a week and you know I had to leave the location I was working at for the company because you know he would then pop up after the situation mm -hmm. and I knew that you know if he keeps popping up it's not good for me it's, and it's like you know I this is someone that I really loved and you know I knew I was still weak in a situation where because I really did love him mm -hmm. and but I knew that if I stayed working there and he had access to me he would try to get back with me so I quit my job where I was working and I changed all my contact and I got away and I just kept myself in therapy and you know now I guess maybe that's not why I'm single why I'm single because I'm just very cautious of the people that I date and the people that I get involved with mm. because I know the type of person I am and people who like fall for me and you know I'm a nice person and all of that and I just don't want to attract cycles I feel like now you just really have to prove yourself to me and I don't feel like in a year someone is proving themselves to me I feel like any every, everything takes time you need to get to know each other and the thing about us gay men we get into these relationships and they're bae their husbands and everything in three months in three months yeah yeah exactly and then it's just like what are you what are you doing so mm -hmm. you really need to know who you're dealing with so for me that's just what it is I'm just taking my time getting to know these people because there's going to be a million and one niggas out there and I attract niggas every day and you know that's you to answer Frank because you be attracting my friend I ain't saying that name. What the fuck I need? What charm I need? <laughs> I be like, I be feeling like the sister that you know, in <laughs> charm that sh that she didn't die, but she was the adopted one, I'm and done. I gotta wait for a bitch to die to be charmed too. I, you know what I'm saying? I just attract people, and it's not always the good people I attract. You know, so. But I, you know what? The thing about you is not only not only are you a Tahino like J and J Lo, you are a Leo. I'm a Leo. And she was also in that movie enough where she had to fight. Uh, yes, she had to she fight was. her way out, Frank. She fought her way out. She had to fight. You know, I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember that scene when she was on the floor. If he is a coward, it's going to take him 5.6 seconds to turn around and kick you while you're down. And she flipped up and whooped that ass. Oh, yes. So, yes. Yes. To, to, I know. I'm a clown. No, I'm but sorry. it's true, though. You have to make... You, I think you have to make light to the things that's going on. But I really think the most important thing is to talk to people who deal in domestic violence. The funny thing with you is I wanted to talk about domestic violence because someone that I was just talking to told me he was in a domestic violence situation and we talked we didn't get into detail but he wanted to hear your your story okay. because he dealt with it and i said well how bad was it he was like it was bad where like i was bleeding like i was in, in some shit mm -hmm. and he was a, he was a, a white guy um he's italian whatever and, and we had 
that talk, a, a bit of a talk, because you know sometimes, you know that 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 emotion is very deep when it comes yeah, to it. Yeah, sometimes really people don't want to talk about it. It's because when you talk about it, sometimes like for me, I can talk about it because I actually want to shed light on it, and I I definitely want to do something for the community. Maybe start like a nonprofit organization or something. Okay. Because. I definitely feel like it's something that there needs to be light on and I feel like a lot of gay men go through these things mm-hmm. and you know I feel like if you look up on it online is a the statistics of, it's high is high and you know it's a lot of things that gay men they don't like to talk about because they're embarrassed and you know especially being raped too oh oh absolutely and that happens a lot in our community too you know or getting drugged you know I've been drugged before mm. and that's not cute so have you escaped that experience or what was that like? I have I did I I was drugged twice and they put ecstasy in my drink and I the situation I got so done I wound up falling and collapsing and the person who drugged me wound up leaving and because now it became a mess and I had to go in the ambulance and they had to give me charcoal to drink and I didn't know what was happening but they told me that I was drugged and I had to drink charcoal and go to emergency room and all of that Mm. so I escaped that and then the second time I was hanging out with these street dudes and they put sign in my drink again and I didn't catch it, but this is when I was like 17 and 19. Okay. So now I just don't take drinks from motherfuckers. Um, they brought me in a room, and there was one dude who was like, oh, we're going to take care of you, we're going to take care of you. And they laid me down on the bed, and I was, I knew I was so drunk. And I felt one, one dude taking off my sneaker, and then the other one trying to unbuckle my belt. And at that point, I don't care how drunk I was, I just knew there was three niggas in the room, on the bed and I just said what the fuck I was just like oh hell no and I got up and I pushed the dude off of me and I was just like I gotta get the fuck out of here I don't care and I, I thought I was gonna be able to cross the night but I was just like hell no cause if I I can't even sleep because these things are gonna try to be on me so I got out of there and, and you said it. these are straight guys yeah these are straight guys can I ask the question yeah. was these straight guys that you just were your friends? Was this an industry party? Was this a... The first one was an industry party. The second one wasn't. Um, one of them was my friends, and they were his friends. So I went and hung out with him and his friends. But the thing about it is, is a lot of these dudes, they like to get guys drugged up because they feel like if they're drugged up, they're not going to remember and talk about it. So that's what they thought they were going to do with me. And what they did is they put ecstasy. This both times that happened, they put ecstasy in my drink, and but I don't take ecstasy, so my reaction to it was bad. And from what I was told the first time, I had like five ecstasies in my body, so that's why I was so out of it. And you know, it was crazy, the worst experience of my life. Both of them, you know. So I, you know, let me (laughs) say. 
Mr. Situation, these are situations we saw. I ain't even think we we damn near passed the fucking hour. Oh, yeah. I just passed fifty something. A lot of situations. Oh, we gonna have a zoo part one. Part, I don't. I said maybe part two, two, but this seems like it's gonna be a three and four motherfucker. I let me tell you, I am so happy that you are shedding light and awareness to a lot of people because you don't know how many people is going through and through the situation or Absolutely. who's been drugged and stuff like that and it's not talked about so when things are silent and not talked about then things is like well it's not known yeah, you know or, I mean? yeah or you or you find out and you know about it and you become shameful you blame yourself for it like why did i put myself in this situation you don't want to say anything you get scared because oh these are straight guys if they find out you'll get killed you know my best friend was killed when i was 17 years old he was shot in the head because he was messing around with a straight married man and he the married man thought he was going to tell somebody and so he killed him and literally was holding his hand while he was on a ventilator we were 17 years old wow so you know it's crazy you know did that did that guy ever get caught oh yeah he's in jail for life that's that's fucking crazy He's in jail for life. And just to pro- promote real quick and quick, um, the skinny, um, with Jesse Smollett. Yes. Yes. Hey, Lion King. So um, he turned to rap. That's shady, right? I'm so shady. Done. But I love I love Jesse. But you know, girl, he's lying, girl. But anyway, um, I'm done. But that there was a scene in the skinny. Which it dealt with two different things, and mainly someone drugged his friend. And thank God this didn't happen to you, but the friend got raped by two different guys, and he has to get tested. Oh and my God! It was and 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 thank God in the movie he did he didn't come out positive, but they still gave him like you know the whole drugs and the yeah. treatment just in case because mm-hmm. it, it was right after. So we want to just thank God or whatever anyone or you believe in that that didn't happen to you and you was able to fight your way out. Yeah, for, I was able to. Yeah, and God. for some people they wasn't able to fight uh, fight their way out, but for those people who haven't, they definitely need to speak to something somebody and Absolutely. also they need yeah. to speak to somebody. Don't be ashamed about it. Speak out. Let your voice be heard. And just know that, you know, you're not the only one. It, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time, especially in our community. You know, you got to really put light on it. And just know that no is no. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it, 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 it's true. Because, listen, I've been, I've been in situations where I was like, well, I'm a mean bitch. <laughs> I'll turn around and say, you went, no, I don't want to drink. I'm fine. Well, who's this mean motherfucker? But what I will come out and say and say to you is, <laughs> Mr. Situation, these situations aren't done yet. Okay. So what I want to do, we have to do a part two because this is your birthday. You are the only motherfucker <laughs> who is getting a interview out of me in your spot and not in the bar. I know, I know, I know. Yes. But I felt like these, these things to talk about, these are a little bit more serious things. So I felt like my voice needed to be a little bit heard. And, you know, I felt like <laughs> people are definitely going to get something from this. And I hope I put some light on some situations. But we definitely need to do a part two 
Um, I'm, I'm definitely proud of everything that you're doing, and your podcast is going Thank amazing. You. And it was definitely yeah. great to sit down here and talk with you about these things. And you know, once this becomes not anonymous, anonymous, you know, whatever, anonymous, anonymous, anonymous whatever, I have a list. A B C D E F G anonymous. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give you guys my Instagram and all of that, and you can follow the Well, friend, it's always going to be anonymous unless people sort of ask about you. And if you're open and willing, I have no problem giving well, it to them. Well, you know, just, just, just hit them up, and, you know, we got enough requests. I'll, I'll shed light and let y'all know where y'all can find me. But everybody, everybody you can turn around and hit me on Mr. Big Mouth for you. If you have any questions or whatever, you can ask me and if you want my homeboy shit he will definitely give it to you because actually he doesn't give a fuck this is mr big mouth signing off on mr situation part one um so we're on part two of mr situation um we wasn't going to a part two but it got so good i have to ask i know you tired Mm -hmm. but it's like just good talk i'm sorry when i have good talk i have to do it we ended on the the situation of you domestic violence with you and your domestic violence we ended on the situation of you having to deal with with basically being drugged Mm -hmm. and and for all y'all if you don't fucking know who I am this is Mr. Big, Big Mouth, a.k.a. Zon, in the house, and I'm here with Mr. Situation. And he, boy, does he have situations for you, friend. Um, yeah. and, and, and you were dealing with somebody who was in the industry. Mm-hmm. How do you know that the motherfucker, something wrong with him? Did he have mental health? Like, that's what I want to know. Um, I later learned... Um the relationship a few months in that he was uh, clinically diagnosed bipolar. Oh, shit. So that was one of the things that I, I learned, and it was he took something called Klonopin, and it later turned in, you know, when I've read about people that deal with those situations or bipolar, that if they're not on their medications, they're fucking off the rockets, and that would happen. You know, they would have anxiety attacks, mood swings, flip out on you, and you just didn't know what you were getting. And you know, you didn't. I didn't learn that until being in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And of course, when you go into a relationship and you, you fall in love with somebody, you try to learn and figure out things about those things. But you gotta know the people you're dealing with. And for me, I didn't know who I was dealing with in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I, le- I learned it halfway through. And of course, by the end, I knew that that shit was a train wreck. And it wasn't something that I was equipped to deal with. Mm-hmm. Because I've never dealt with someone that was clinically diagnosed bipolar. When you hear a motherfucker say they bipolar, you just think, oh, you just talking shit. Shit, yeah. But when you actually see the paperwork and learn that, no, they're really bipolar. <laughs> Negro, let me tell you something. I didn't talk to somebody who was bipolar, and I found out that he was a porno star. And um, I'm 
keep a hundred assets in there. We was talking, and he had little moose swings. And I said, who the fuck you talking to? And then, you know, I, I'm a pretty boy. Mm, Don't that. start with the hands, because... Because will be something. So I have hands, too. Like, people don't know I have hands. And them hands went up, and my hands went up. And I didn't pop that eye. And then it, they told me that, oh, you fucking up my shit. I have a shoe. And I was like, what you mean you have a shoe? Because I thought there was a model. But mm. I didn't know model meant, a.k.a. porno star. And I found out, out when I looked at some porno Ooh, that okay. there remain porno star that everybody knows. So I can't say, I can't say, I can't say, I can't say. It's it's, it's, it's not, but that motherfucker took a lot of dick. Let's just say that. Oh, no. Anyway. Oh. That was, how old was I? I think I was, I think I was 19. I fucked him, yeah. Oh, okay. Fucked him. I, and let me tell you, Bapo was some good dick. Because uh, some good Bapo ass. pussy, good pussy. It sure is. Like, let me tell you, mental health, that's some good. Yeah, that's some good ass until they snap and they don't take their medication. And you be like, wait a minute, hold on wait now. Wait a minute. Let's put this in your drink like like some fucking Flintstones. Okay. <laughs> you stupid. Are you remember taking your Flintstones Did you take your Flintstones today, friend? Because I don't need Man. you acting like Bam Bam. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So, um, you know, so we, you know, obviously we both dealt with situations of mental health. Mm-hmm. Yours a little more extreme than mine. Mm-hmm. And you well, know, you didn't stick around. You just I didn't stick ass. around because I ain't got time to stick around. I, 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 I'm fuck you yeah. up. Like I ain't got time for I it. I stuck around, dumb dumb. You wasn't being dumb. You went through experience. Yeah. You went through experience, and it, but shit. but your experience. Is helping younger people, Absolutely. you know, at the end of the day. So you know, even though you took you took a L for 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 us younger I generations. Took a, I took a L. What you mean for us younger generations? So, I'm sorry, I said you tried it. So I, oh, sometimes, I didn't think he was gonna catch it. I didn't think he was gonna catch it. I didn't think he was gonna catch it. Okay. I feel young in spirit. Cause you're going on fifty like me. Shut your mouth. I'm joking. Shut your mouth. I am only 26. Inside, I look old, but my outside's I'm young. Oh, no, you don't want to look old inside. Huh? No. Yeah, because after I be taking the shit after a while, I be like, damn, I'm old. But, but what I. TMI, guys, I am sorry. I'm sorry. So let me say, you went through the surgery of. Of you know um, that domestic situation, how do you keep your motherfucking skin flawless? Because your skin is is. Go- Let me tell you, when I first met you, I said this bitch wear makeup. I ain't, for, <laughs> I ain't for the makeup now. I'm oh, sorry. Wait a second. I said he wearing makeup, but then you know I do the hugs. I'm like, hey, hug. Look at my shirt. Oh shit! No makeup on my shirt. Okay. No, I have no makeup on. Um, I honestly, I exfoliate a lot. I'm a person that has oily skin. Oily skin is what keeps us very young and youthful. But I exfoliate like every other day. They say it's not good for you, mm-hmm. but I'm oily and I like to do it. And I wash my face all the time and I use moisturizer. I don't really use sunblock. But I use a lot of vitamin E also and cocoa butter. Those, you know, generically work for me. But then, you know, I also have like exfoliating pads and different types of scrubs and, 
I, get I have anti-wrinkle creams. I'm a skincare fanatic. I've used a lot of eye cream to make sure I don't have no puffiness underneath my eyes and all of that. So no. I really just try to keep my skin up and I drink a lot of water. Even though I drink a lot of wine, I drink a lot of water. Okay, friend, friend like I'm gonna have to pause you because I'm not the nigga to do all that shit. Like you might get me, like I will probably do like the scrub on the face, mm-hmm. um, wash my face. Um, I'm not doing islands. I'm not doing liquid shit. I'm not doing no. I'm not. I, I will. But you know, you you have to do these things if you want that radiance to come through. That yeah. You know that's where right. it looks like you're wearing makeup and you're not because you really questioned me like I had makeup on. I uh, said, oh I, no. I surely did. I, I wasn't playing with you, uh-uh. friend. But I don't have no makeup. On. I've been tricked before, friend. Um, Ooh, I have. have. I've been you? tricked. I've been tricked a couple of times. I was like, wait a minute, your ma- your mascara was leaking. Ooh, wait a I'm minute. I'm shady. I was like, your mascara was leaking. I mean, I'm sweating. sure it happens. You know, I I I I I wore makeup with work and stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, it, it's work. Work yeah. is different than we going on a fucking date or we're fucking. You know, just going out to Kiki and have a good fucking. time or fucking. Like, why are you wearing makeup when we're fucking? We're gonna sweat. So I am not Oli. I am an eczema baby. So you need to use a lot of um for eczema aquaflor. Mm-hmm. Aquaflor is really good. Aquaflor. Yeah. Okay. When you get those dry patches. Oh, I got them right now. Look at that. You see that boom? And you see my okay, arm? Okay. Yeah. Um, aquaflor. I have it. I'll show you. Um, that helps. It, I'm gonna it, take a picture of. I'm not to cut you I'm gonna take a picture of the aquaphor that you're promoting. Um, and I want to take a picture of the stuff that you use for your oily mm-hmm. skin. So when they go on, um, Mr. Big Mouth for, uh, for mm-hmm. you on Instagram, people will know what they will what someone you. use. I you got know, you. So. I got you. And I use retinol um, night cream. That's so you don't get no wrinkles. You know that time twenty six looking like I'm twelve. What? Mm-hmm. I thought you said ret- retinum. Retinol. Night. No, not Oh, uh, I not said what? You putting shit retinol. in your ass to look young? Retinol. I didn't know. No. Oh, I didn't know. oh you know I'm ignorant. Say that one more time. To retinol. Retinol. Face cream. Face cream. It's a retinol formulated hydrating night cream. Do you get this from your job or you bought this somewhere else? I bought that somewhere else. I oh, well, it has, it has, it says, Dead Sea Minerals. Now, Dead Sea is good. Because when I was in Israel, I put that shit on and it felt good. Now, some of my friends, their penises, they felt like it was burning. So, I thought it was getting, like, the the STDs out. So, (laughs) I got kind of, I was kind of hopeful for them. That the the, the Dead Sea shit that they did in it, when they laid in the Dead Sea, got the STDs out. Because we was partying hard and they probably got some good... Um, vagina, some ass, and whatever the case is. So I thought that the Dead Sea is really good for you. Um, oh, I, I'm sorry if I called you out, friends. Um, Ooh, wait anyway, that sounded like that was a bunch of situations. It was situations. Let me tell you, Israel. Israel is lit. They're good men. They're they're actually nice, Are possessive they? men. Yes, they're possessive men. Like when you talk to them once, they're with you forever. It's kind of it's kind of cute. But kind of deadly at the same time. Mm. Um, but they—they they, they some fine motherfuckers over there. I ain't gonna lie. Um, 
So, okay. So, these are some good pro products that I would definitely say for somebody, especially with me with eczema, and especially if I want my my retinol to look young. Mm-hmm. Got it. It's, it. Got it? Good. Got let, it. So, let me ask you. The skincare that you use, all that stuff, um, you learned this from working in the beauty industry or did you already know i already knew i was already big on skincare from my mom and mm -hmm. how she took care of her skin okay so that was something that i was really big on um and then going into the beauty industry i learned more of course and so i was always big on my skin just as a kid i didn't have acne as a kid thank god um and i didn't want to get it so I remember that. You know, and it's also like little shit. Like you gotta change your pillowcases all the time, and also what? you know, yeah, you gotta change your pillowcases. That's where your oil, your bacteria, everything sits in. Are you supposed to wash your fucking pillowcases? Case? Yeah, yeah, who doesn't wash your pillowcases? But some people don't. It's disgusting. And you know, or just like for hair, satin pillows are better for your hair. That's now you don't grow my hair out. I didn't notice you giving yeah. hair care because, cause you, you know. Put a satin scarf on it'll help your hair grow better. Yeah, that shit. Works. It does. Mhm. Mm How long are you gonna grow your hair? I don't know. Like it's 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 irritating me now. Why? I'm gonna be, I it's just too much work for me. I'd rather just cut it bald and call it a day. And every time I say I'm gonna cut it, some bitch comes out and says, says oh, "I love your hair like that." Like, yeah. Girl, you do. Yeah. All right. That's you. You just boosted up my ego. I'm yeah, gonna let it grow. Someone gotta get um, you gotta get the natural curl products for your hair to get that keep your texture real blah. Yeah. My well, this you know. Is nice. Thank so you. you and this is this is this is what I usually happens. All I do is wet my hair, put a little bit of con leave-in conditioner, and then go out then for the day. And yeah, that's it. That's what you need. But they said it's not good to keep wetting your hair because. You he giving me beauty tips like a motherfucker. Wait on. Shake moisture. These are really good. So I use the shit out this motherfucker. I gotta get some more. And this is shade moisturizer. Strengthen and restorative leave-in condition. Yes. But the only thing I don't like about this one mm -hmm. is that it leaves that white shit in your goddamn hair. You could you probably put in too much. Okay. So I, should I put this shit at night and then go to sleep? Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do next time. I do this. I'll put it in. Mm-hmm. And I just. He's giving here and beauty tips, motherfucker. That's the last boy I had over here. He had curls down in here. The, the last boy you had over here. Mm -hmm. Was it like sexy boy? Or was it like I was doing his hair? Oh no, it's a sexy boy. Oh, my that's sexy right. little train. You know what? You know what? I like you. You know you. Fuck them down and do they hear? That's some hot shit. Yeah, you know I want to be. I want you to be sexy. I fuck them down. Doing... I tell you get the fuck out because I, I ain't got time. To be sexy while I'm doing all of this. Oh, that's know? that is hot. You know I used to when I was younger. I used to, you know, my a couple of fantasies because you know I did date a, a drug dealer one time. But Thank um, you. but yeah, you know we always have a you always have one drug dealer in your midst, especially if you're from New York. But oh, yes, I love my drug dealers. Yeah. I sat down. Where the and, drug dealers at? Hit I, me up. I, I, no, because they bring the FBI and shit, and I ain't got time for that. But, um. Bring that money for you. No, no. Because it brings power and shit, you know. You never know who's happening. I ain't got time to be doing this with you. So, um. So, yeah, so. 
they, you you do the hair, you tell them, hey babe, and then I do their hair, I nail them, I do all of you that. You nail them. Nair. Nair. Oh, you do their face again. No, I nail their body, nail that ass, nail that dick. Right before you fuck them or after. Right before, I want you to be nice and smooth for me, daddy. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. You're making me feel like a little bottom one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Where's it near? Yeah. <laughs> tell me about how he smashed you. Who? You know who? Who's, who smashed me? The one you had the other day. No one smashed my cakes. <laughs> Just joking. Bitch. He's about to. We was about to start fighting right here, friend. I'm like, who told you? Because I. Where's that? Where? What's the number? Because I'm gonna call him right now and come right over to okay. that house. Like, um, when did you smash? Did you me? smash this ass right here? Because I don't remember. Did you put an ecstasy in my drink, Frank? <laughs> that, that part. <laughs> Because I don't remember that shit. And then even if you did, I know my whole be hurting. Like, bitch, what the Next fuck happened? Day, what happened? I've been constipated before, so I already know. Ooh, wait a second. No, like real constipated. Not no play play. Like, dick was in me. Ooh, wait a second. So I'm just saying. No, wait. It didn't wait no second. I'll be Ooh. like, this shit hurts. But <laughs> <laughs> so you never been penetrated? No. You've never been fucked? No, no, no. So the only you know thing. You don't like it? How I know. See. We ain't gonna play that game, cause everybody's talking about how you know you don't like it. Oh, you yeah. should try. I know that I don't like the shit, motherfucker. I know I like you eating my hole, and that's it. Nothing you else. Like them eating your hole. You can eat my hole, cause okay. it's soft and it's wet. Yeah, but if you a dick like is hard, I don't wet. want a hard dick. Yeah, but if they eat it and no. then they fuck you. No. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. You don't know that. You uh, I know it. for right now. Look. <laughs> <laughs> usually if they're eating your hole, don't they want to fuck? Huh? Usually if they eat your hole, don't they want to fuck? Oh, no. No, no, no. So My bottles eat your hole? Yes. Oh, work. Okay. I have that talent. Oh, work. So let me tell you, I don't be under, I don't be understanding. I don't understand. I'll be topping and they put the dick in the mouth and then they grab the ass and then they be like, you got a fat ass. And I don't feel I have ass at all. You do have a and fat ass, though. Thank you, friend. Anyway, okay. so mm-hmm. they grab my ass and I'm yeah, like, "Yeah, guys, uh, and a big dick." Anyway, I can see I'm, I'm sitting right across from him. Oh Jesus! Go ahead. Anyway, so I be sitting down there and and then they want to eat my ass and I'm like, "Oh, you know what? Since you're down there, fuck it." No, 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 not fuck it. <laughs> eat it. <laughs> not fuck it. Not eat fuck it. it. Eat it. So then they eat the whole. And then later they be like, "Can I fuck you?" No, you take dick. That stay in your lane. That's it. Okay. Okay. And that's it. I'm a serious. There's I'm a serious top. There's some tops that like they ass. Hey, I don't mind. Yeah. That. I don't mind that. That's okay. Like I suck a dick. Mm-hmm. If it's a nice dick, I'll put it in my mouth. Like you know, it's not a problem, but like you know. But that's what we're gonna do, friend. Nothing, I get nothing it. Else. I get it. I get it. Cause I, you know I like to please. gotta be flippy floppy out here. Yeah. Well, my other friend came out and told me. They, they was like, you know what, what, what you want to some of the whole way, and I was like, well, let the whole take the nigga, like, fuck it. This is true. I'm just saying. This <coughs> is true. Oh God, you know, you're interesting. Am I? Uh, yeah, you are, cause I'm doing a part two with you. If you wasn't interested, I'd be like, Bobby, it's just thirty minutes. Like I go. Okay. And you know, I just came from Pose. You know, I, I, you know, I'm kind of sleepy. Where did you watch Pose at? I was at Boxes. So let they me tell They play it there. Yeah, they do. Oh, that's sweet. They do. That is sweet. Don't go to the one on um. This is me being shady. Twenty third. Don't go to that one. 
20 something street don't go to the Chelsea no it's not even fucking boring like motherfuckers don't shut the fuck up so you can't hear it okay the one in Hell's Kitchen you can really watch you, it you can really watch it like cause the girls is with you like oh my god girl. oh my god wow oh my god her AIDS is acting up excuse me her HIV is acting up girl oh my god and you be like no I have to watch it. I it comes on Fox. I watch it on FX. Things. That's what. What channel is that? Bitch, I don't fucking know. Look at what. I have to. I have, I watched it on demand and I caught up with the first two seasons. No, the first season after you told me. Mm-hmm. But I haven't. It's only season two, right? Season two. Yeah, I have to catch season two. Real, it's, it's a really good show And I've met the cast on different occasions I only got to take a picture with one person And that is my bitch Electra Because Electra, where did you meet her? So, at the spot we was at, friend Really? Yes, at Guy Rule, friend Like, we was all sitting there I and I one s- of them ones in the steam room in the bathroom And he's trying to fuck me But I just don't get shower tees Oh, girl, wait a minute Wait Wait, yeah, I just got I just got overloaded with that. Did y'all hear the shake? So you was in a steam. Wait, well, I was in at a the gym. gym. I was at the gym. Which gym? Because we all know. I'm not gonna say the gym because New York Sports Club. Uh, I didn't say that. I'm saying there's that. different locations. At different uh, New York Sports Club because that's the only one that got sick in the steam room and that's the only one that they be having sex in. Go ahead. Okay, so and. I was walking on the gym and I noticed him. He's noticing me. He's looking at my ass. I'm looking at over that. And then I I like to go in the steam room because I like that's another thing it's I good do for, my, for my skin. I sit in the steam room a lot. And it's good for your muscles when you do a workout. Yes, so does. that's not not it not does. to suck dick, but it's no. good for your muscles. We don't do steam room teas. That's yeah. not our thing. Yeah, it's not cute. Um, so I was I went into the steam room and then he came in behind me and he's sitting in there and he's looking at my dick through my towel and now he's grabbing his dick and I'm like wait a second you are too cute and too sexy to be doing all this now you could have just followed me out the steam room and got my number and I could have just took you to my house and we could have fucked in my big king size it's bed kinda hot. you know yeah but but not, you know people like the experience they like the yeah the thrill. But not in the fucking the thrill in the steam room the fucking shit is small as fuck is fucking was there a lot of people? There was people in there. Oh no, it's people. And he didn't care, and I cared. But I was like, "Damn, you're fucking cute, but you're too young to be acting so thotty." So yeah. Sometimes us youngins, we have a, a little thought in us sometimes. Well, I mean, I've been a little thottish on the train. I have a little too, but I just not for the gym. Cause what I wanted to do to him, oh. I wanted to do some things. Oh. We're gonna get into some things. And he's not talking, he's talking Vogue in the bed. Split okay. and dip. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We would have did a little bit. Oh, so we, so when we when we turn this off, we're gonna talk about who the fuck it is. Because, you know, mm-hmm. well, that's some real tea right there. Yeah. Oh, I told you this was gonna be a good podcast. <laughs> yes. So. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Ooh. So if he's listening to this, he, he know who he is. Don't uh, be following the girls around in the steam room, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Let me put my time for us on for the shade. That was shade. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, now he's getting more steam room ass now that he's on on poles. Oh well, he was on poles when he was in the steam room. He wasn't getting this ass. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's how I knew who he was. I am dead. Okay. I am fucking dead right now. 
Oh, I'm just saying, you know. Industry tea. I love That's industry tea. Where the fuck's my tea at? I should. You know what? Next time, every time, next season, I might have tea every time. Sipping okay. it. Sip, just. Yes, you need to put this on YouTube. You I told you you need to be filming this. I know. I do need to film, but I want to start off slow, friend. Like I want to start mm-hmm. off, you know, podcasting and things. Podcast and do this shit like Hollywood Unlock or Tasha Smith. Oh, you know, and really give them the fucking tea. I know, right? And let them let them get into the visuals. Um, you know, let's talk about that off off, off camera, off, mm-hmm. off 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 cast, because you know the shit that I got planned. You know, friend. Um, but fuck that. Let's talk about. Come on, now you are from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Your ass packed your your bag up and took what was it, hundred dollars, five hundred dollars? Five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars and went to that fucking West Coast. Now let me tell you something. No disrespect to my West Coast people. But I'm gonna say it. When I went to West Coast, I ain't like the motherfucking fuckers. I went to San Diego, I ain't like the motherfuckers. I had a curse the Mexican guy out about my motherfucking fucking um extra chicken and I was gonna whoop his fucking ass. Straight up Ooh. and down about my chicken, and he was he was cursing me out in Spanish. I was like, nigga, you don't know I'm Dominican. All you know is about Mexicans, blacks, and whites. No, I'm Dominican. I will curse you the fuck out, okay. and I told him I will jump over his thing and slap the shit out of him. Okay. And you know that's what my other friend said. We gotta go because you gonna get the cops up in here. So um, not me, but they're gonna mm-hmm. call the cops on me. So um, what is the difference, especially you in the industry? With the East Coast and West Coast. I hear that they're fake. When I met West Coast people, they can be very fake. I mean, I feel like this. The difference, what happened, what the thing is with the West Coast and the East Coast, the people who are from, live in L.A., they're not from L.A. They're, okay. Most of the people there are transplants. transplants. So I feel like you run into a lot of that fakeness with transplants. I say so true. the people that actually are from L.A., they're really cool, down to earth, and they're really like good people. Okay. You have to meet the people that are from there. But the people that are transplants, they have this whole persona and this whole vision or whatever it is yeah. that people need to be extra, they need to be fake, and you know everyone is trying to get on and they're trying to befriend people to get on okay. or just so they can be affiliated. So that's where the mentality fucks up. But when you're from LA, those people are really cool, and those are the people I hung out with. You know, I get it because I, as as well as you, are a a purebred New Yorker East Coast dude. Mm-hmm. So when you get these motherfuckers that's from, let's say, no disrespect me, but let's be real. When you're from the Midwest, or you're from the West Coast, or you're from the South, and you come to the, uh, come to New York, you feel that you have to be like Devil Wears Prada and Sex in the City and doing all this extra shit. And then when I'm ready to pop you in your mouth, because then you try to get hardcore with me, and I'm ready to pop you in your fucking mouth like a straight East Coast person. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're just angry and violent. And no, I'm not angry and violent, but don't come up, up to me crazy. And people who are not from here, when they meet a person like me, 
and you ask me a question, yes, you ask me a question, I give you an answer, I try to help you, they're like, oh my God, you're the first person that was really nice to me. That's because the other people are from, they're transplants. Yeah. New York people are really nice, we will give you an answer. We are the niggas that will fight for you in a train station and somebody doing something to you. And we'll speak up. But the thing about us is, we're about money, time, and going about our business. Exactly. So, like, I'm going to tell you, you make a left, you make a right, and there's 42nd. What you say, you make a left, you make a right, and there's 42nd. I don't know. Okay, see, I got to go to work, and I got somebody fucking with you right now. So, you ask somebody else, they'll tell you bye. And we go about our business. Yep. Point blank, period. That's just what it is. Um... Do, how do you feel about West Coast people? Do you feel West Coast people like that, or they're they're more mellow with their shit? They're mellow. They're mellow. They mm-hmm. have a more laid back mentality. You know, New Yorkers, we're more uh, we're more aggressive. We're more fast paced. Fast paced. Where the West Coast, they're more chill. They're more relaxed. They're much more calmer. Mm-hmm. I would say me living in in LA, it definitely taught me to be calmer, mm-hmm. not be so hyper and out of here you know what I mean like I'm more chill and that definitely helped me but that's how they are they're more chill you know and they smoke a lot of weed so I think that's what it is I think weed is a smoking weed friend Mm -hmm. yes we do we are 30 minutes in oh okay okay don't don't stop cause you know they got liquid vibes with Weed. You know, if Shawnee can do a business with weed, I'm just saying, why the fuck we can't? They do. Hello. She's That's a smart bitch, Shawnee, I swear. She's a money maker. Yeah, she sure the fuck, uh, fuck is. I, I got it. I, you know, I'm trying to write a book. Well, not, a, not even a book. Like a little short story about my trips and adventures. Because let me tell you, the shit I be going through in my trips would be crazy. That's how yes, I. You I died. You know, I'm. Together. Yeah, friend, I died like a couple of times. Almost died twice, so. Really? How? Huh? How? Um, I, I passed out on a train station one time, and the other time, the time I was fighting, and the other time I got hit by, by a big truck. You was fighting? Who you was fighting? So, I, all right, fast story. So, I'm sitting there going up and getting ready to go to Barcelona, but my connecting flight was in Chicago. You know, Chicago turned the fuck up. Oh, yeah. So, went out there, met a friend, had some food. When I had some food, we was walking, we always walking out together, one girl with us, two yeah. guys. And I hear, ah! So, you know, I'm lit. I'm like, yes, they fucking in these alleys. Yes, I love when they fucking alley. You know, I gotta do that one day. And then it went from, out to hell! And I said, oh, no, she for real. You get in the car, told the girl, get in the car, stop the car. Cause they, I know they bust shots out here. So just get the bus shots, I'm gonna bob and weave and we're gonna run to that car. I said, us two, we, you know, y'all two big, y'all some six, two motherfuckers, a.k.a. they kind of look like um, Jesse Smollett's um, people who had the oh, loose around his okay. neck and beat him up. But they're big motherfuckers. They weren't in Nigeria, though. So um, we went over there, y'all. So I made some name up. You know, I was the ringleader. I was like, Jessica, what took you so long to take you? What you getting some trade? Just making some shit up, right? I said, yo, what the fuck's up? Stop fighting them. Fighting, fighting, fighting. They run the fuck off. I still have all my shit. This bitch pulls me. Bomb. Crap. My, my fucking soul. Mm. 
Mm. And if you you see my smile, yeah. so imagine with the thing, it's I am color. a pretty boy. Yeah, I get it. If you was to cut my face or crack my shit, I might fuck you up. Not might, I will fuck you. I'll go to jail. So imagine what I wanted to do to her. But she was pulling me because she was so frantic. And I fell into the brick. And that's what happened. I was really upset. Really upset. But I made my flight. So at least you still have a good smile, bitch. I thank God. I'm going to get this shit done. done. It's $500 to get it done. Yeah. So I'm going to get it done. But, um... You know, the flight and the white bitch, she, she was a mean bitch. And I was asking her for, you know, just ice. I didn't want nothing. I just wanted ice. And she was ignoring me. So then I went off on that bitch. I that said, bitch, if that was you in the alley getting raped, well, I would let your ass get raped. I said, because I grabbed my motherfucking tooth and I can't even get no goddamn ice. Because the tooth went into my lip and my lip was big. Uh-huh. And... She turned around and the Asian lady heard me. Young Asian girl. She was a young girl, yeah. like first American. And she heard me. She said, sir, what happened? Gave her the story. That bitch gave me nothing but bottles of alcohol. Gave me two gla- cups of ice. And made sure I was good the whole entire, entire, entire flight. Oh my God. You really experienced someone getting raped. They were about to get raped. They was about to get raped. But I know they was tra- really robbing her, trying to rob her. But she would have got raped. I, I just. Robbed? Huh, she luckily we fought them off before it got wow. to that point. You are a good Samaritan for that. You I know, am you, a good Samaritan. Oh, I need to stop. Keys to Chicago. Uh, bitch, I need to stop being a good Samaritan. Nah, I ain't trying to get the keys to Chicago because then they gonna want proof, and I'll be like, I don't remember proof, and then they gonna call me the Lion King Part Two, and then we don't no. need that because Lion Lion King Part Two didn't make a hit, girl. Oh yeah. That yeah. was shady, right? That was shady. Who are you talking about, Justice Smollett? I didn't say no exactly. names, but girl, if you have a loose around your neck. <laughs> don't do that. We don't know his story. I don't know his story. And he's a cutie. And to be honest with you, I think some of the shit played out. And then some of it didn't play out. Yes, sir. Because that just didn't make no sense. And he, if that was a girl, you wasn't a good actor. No, that's just crazy. We don't know his truth. I don't. I don't know his truth. But I just like picking. I just innocent. Exactly. I just like fucking around, fucking around, playing with it. That's it. He's been proven innocent. So let's leave. He was. That man is dealing with a lot in his career right now. Listen, he's gonna listen. He's gonna do fine. You think so? I really do. I think he's gonna go on high haters like most bitches, and he's gonna pop the fuck back up. Point blank period. Yeah, he's gonna pop back out. I hope so. He he is. Because at the end of the day, people really genuinely like him. Yeah. They it's not like he's like fifty saying people hate it. He is good still getting money. What up, exactly. fifty? Shout out to fifty. Exactly. That's I the homie. Like 50, he's a good dude. And fifty shady as hell. Don't I like him. Have no money though, cause he will want it by Monday. Uh, oh. Okay. Ooh, give and see. You know. Give and see. Well, that's how you keep money is by getting your money. Like, fuck. Wow. Facts. And 50 Cent is funny as hell because he sh- he is a pure cancer. He is shady as all fucking hell. That's right. You're cancer, right? I'm not a cancer. Oh, oh. Me? No. No, no. They're they're a little bit too emotional. Yeah. I'm not, emo- I'm not emotional. So it was told to What's me. What's out of you? I'm an Aries. I'm a I mean bitch. I got my aura red today. You did? Yeah. By who? Not one of those bitches on the street. No. But a real girl? Yeah. 
She was real. Yeah. This is your birthday aura. Tell me what 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 happened, friend. What did they say? That's you know I can't read. You have to read it. They took the a picture of me. You can't even see me. These Chinese people, girl. Yeah, that's they're girl, the best wow. to go. So, well, purple is a good thing. Purple is supposed to be really good. Yeah, purple, blue, or green. I don't know what green means. For my creativity, is happening. Everything she said this in Chinese to you. No, she said it in English. Was she bullshitting you, girl? No, she was speaking the truth. You can't even see me. That's crazy. You see? Are you sure this not some fake color shit, girl? No, my friend did it too. And what was her shit? Her shit would be with the same at the top, but hers is a little bit different. If it's the same for me, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be like, she took your money. How much you pay? Well, my you friend did it for me. What? She did it. She paid. For I'm gonna take a picture, and I'm gonna get money off of people. No, I believe it. You, what did she say? She said, "I am fabulous." Uh, no. Bitch, no, she didn't. That's a gay word, girl. <laughs> she said that I have great energy, that um, I'm very passionate, I lead with my third eye, I'm very intuitive, okay. and I'm a very creative person. Okay. Yeah, you can go see her at Magic Jewelry or Canal Street. Are you promoting this bitch on my podcast? Yes, I is am. Is she the real deal? She is the real deal. Um, I will send you the link to her. She's. You can look it up at the New York Times. I don't want no bitch like that. I want you to send me the link. Because people probably want to see her. But I want a bitch like, what you call it? What's that gay boy that be telling you that your family is coming up or some shit? That we... we... The boy that be saying dead people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want him. I want somebody like him. Because I'll be like, I don't need you to tell me about the gay people because they already know what I did in my bedroom the other night. Ooh. But I just... <laughs> you crazy? <laughs> but I want you to tell me like, yes, you are in the right path. Whatever A, B, and C is. You know, confusion that's dealing with you. I need you to clear that. And I, I fucks with it. Oh, yeah. You know, my mother, when I was younger, she turned around and went to the TV bitch. And TV bitch said, you know, he's going to be famous. I believe it. I believe uh, it. Girl, uh, I'm almost dead and gone. I don't you even see fame. You are on your way. No, don't I'm say fame. that you're almost dead and gone. You have a whole lot of life in you. Don't you say it. Bitch, you say that like we old. You're I 50. Look, I ain't 50. I'm 50 in my soul, bro. 50 in my okay. soul. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, you know, you know, we, you know, the funny things we laugh and we kiki on here, but when we out in the streets, a whole nother story. It's so funny. It is. It's true. It's so funny. It's so funny. You know, I got cancer now because you girl. That's all right. I'm he, he he's smoking his new points, and I'm I'm just getting yeah, the cancer. Yeah, because I'm a digger. Sorry. I'm I'm I'm. Well, shit, you could at least smoke weed. I could at least take the second contact. Okay. I could sorry. Do that. Sorry. Um. Wow, that's yeah, that's some shit. Oh, I I don't know. We still trying. I'm still trying to get my life. But with all the people that I've met and they're helping people like yourself, I'm really I really do feel confident. Like the the besides podcasting with you, there was a podcast bef- um um before you with with this dancer um mx and he gave me life and after we finished he said yo i've done interviews before and you're shit and he made me feel good no you're good really you're good. good i told you you're gonna be great this is why you need to stop filming it thank you 
Julius is so fair. Come make me tear on your birthday. Shut up. You're so crazy. It feels good. Makes it feels good. Well, listen. Is there any other thing that you want to speak about? And because I know you're asking sleepy, it's late at night, like a motherfucker. And do you? It is. He got me out here drunk on my birthday. I'm sorry, friend. Oh, it's 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 like two in the morning, friend. Like, and I got work at four in the morning. So, um, huh? Yes. I was dead serious about this podcast. I wasn't even playing. We missed this podcast so many times. Oh my gosh, he's determined. I am a determined motherfucker, and we are gonna get this. Oh my god, you're crazy. So I am crazy. I'm really crazy. Like I'm dead serious. So mostly I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna take a shot in the shower and wash my balls and then turn around and put my neck clothes on and go to sleep in it. So so that's what's gonna happen. But um what is something that you wanna leave people, especially this is your birthday day. Just be you, live your best life, Mm -hmm. don't take no shit from nobody. There's gonna be a lot of people that say no to you, but There'll be those few people that say yes and that will help change the direction you're going in. And just don't be discouraged. There's a lot of motherfuckers that are gonna do what you do, but know that it's only one you out here. And that is your gift and that will make you push forward and that goes for you too. For your next man that you decide to fuck and fuck with, what is the things that you're gonna watch and what what are, do you think there's things that you want to talk to him about? Of course, he has to know everything that I've been through, know how to deal with me, know what I'm not gonna deal with, mm. and I need to know that motherfucker saying. You Girl, know, get them fucking whole facts, cause you know. Okay. Whole facts, mental facts, shit. All of that. Or oh, and STI facts because you everything. know everything. All of you that. You don't know how many times All you got an STD, girl. Ooh, no, 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 no. Just saying. Get on that prep and still use a rubber. Oh, listen. Get on that prep and still Still use use a rubber. rubber. Yes, friend, because don't worry. HPV, uh, hepatitis C, DEFG, huh? You too old to get HPV. That's fine. Bitch, I don't got that shit. Okay, I'm just saying, you too old to get that. Well, motherfuckers be getting that shit. From 19 to 25. How old are you, 50? I'm 50, but you just suck with that shit. No, can you really? Yes, Frank. You just suck with that shit. I ain't trying to listen. If a bump look look like a mole, and it's that ain't no mole. That ain't no fucking mole. If the motherfucker tell you, that's a mole. With with ripples or any of that. Yeah. Uh Uh-uh. Or they hold, bitch. I'm good. If you flick it and it don't look right, you turn around and say, you know what? I'm all right. I got to go. Yeah. Don't flick it and lick it. Ooh, no. (laughs) And turn the lights on when you're looking Or take your camera yes. out and just put the light on the hole Be like, baby, you gotta know how to source it You gotta be like, you know, big, I source it All that good shit mm-hmm. And you gotta be just like the prostitute in suits on post You gotta sit down there and you be like Oh, this is weird Weird in the water Wait a minute, that ain't it That's not it today You know what, my my, my throat hurts today You know, I'll toss you later Oh, no, my shit is, oh, no, I got my tooth pulled I can't suck no dick <laughs> Mm, got blood in my mouth, all that. Oh, you don't want me to do that. Uh-uh. No, it's not true. This I just got my tooth pulled. Tooth That's pulled. how you get them. Uh-uh. Listen, you... That dick don't look right. Uh-uh. Can't do it. Tri- tricks of the trade, people. Tricks of the trade. Well, let me t- tell you something. We have to wrap it up. Um, I'm about to pass out. You know, the trains don't work at a certain time. 
you have to get your view sleep. My job starts at four in the fucking morning. But I need to get this interview with you because I really feel that it's so important for the community. It's so important for people who are in the industry. And you are a light, and we oh, are gonna see you. so much more of you, uh, more of you. I wish I could promote what you're doing, doing. But this is an anonymous podcast, and this podcast is just, just for the tea on the low. Okay. Um, yes. Any shots out to anybody? Shout out to everybody that's just out there getting it. Yeah. Okay. Hot boy summer. Wrap it up. Get on that pill, and get your best life. Shout out to all the people I didn't pick that. Chris Brown. Um, what's right, his you can't name? Take it back. No, I said shout out to him. Like, oh, okay. I was picking at you. You did it. I'm laughing at you. But I'm still, I still respect it. you. Yeah. Jesse. What's his name? 50 Cent. Leave 50 alone because he'll come looking for you. I know he's a, he's a cancer. He will come, he will come looking for you. Uh-uh. Well, he will come look for, uh, for me. Just hit me one good time so I can start around. Sue your no, ass. No, no. 50, money. listen. He don't he's want the smart. smoke. You yeah, don't want no smart. smoke with 50. Um, yeah, so he's tell smart. them where they can find you. Um, Mr. Big Mouth for you. Oh, shit. Uh, you know what? 50 going right on my page. And we like, exactly. that nigga That's right my, there. See, 50, but 50, it's you, all 50, good. It's you, all good, 50. It's Mr. Big Mouth for you. Motherfucker, you going to be here in New York because you be filming your last, um, what's it, the last season of Power? Um, actually, that is already filmed. And today was the premiere. And so your birthday is like super lit, friend. Yeah. Why did you not go to the fucking premiere knowing damn well you could win? Um, I didn't feel like doing all of it today. And my barber was out of town today, actually. So. But, but you should just put. Went. You should just put put that leave-in conditioner. You just put that shit in. You better find. Mm-hmm. You no, better find. I'm good. There'll be a lot of other premieres and events and carpets and all of that. Juno. You know what, we need to do one of those th- things so I can podcast in one morning. I'll be like, bitch, we about to turn around be on this shit. Hello. <laughs> I think I'm going to get a baby daddy. That's why I said you need to film this. Okay. Well, I'm going to turn around and call this a wrap because we need our beauty sleep and this fucking shit that he is saying with our skincare. And I need to drink water because all I've been doing is drinking whiskey. And Ooh, yeah, okay. wrong on icy. So yeah, I'm surprised I'm not fully fucked up. Um, listen, like always, it's always a pleasure to turn around and talk to all you guys, and hopefully, I inspired you guys to do something great, to go outside your culture, to sit down there and be my- mindful of the motherfuckers out there. Dot lives matters. Everybody matters. Like fuck. Just turn around and make sure that you're safe with yourself at the end of the day. And know that you have to... Like RuPaul said, if you don't love nobody else, you gotta love yourself. Okay. Alright, this is Mr. Big Mouth signing off for you. And that right there, who I just spoke to, is Mr. Situation. Um, Definitely turn around and hit me on Mr. Big Mouth for you um, on the gram. And give me your comments and everything. Love to hear from you. Have a good night. Hey. Hey. Can you pass me a bottle of alcohol? Because I am fucking tired as fuck.